All my life, been grinding all my life. Sacrifice, hustle, pay the price. Wanna slice. Hi guys, welcome in again. A follow-up to the Masters Pod. Uh, if you haven't listened already, uh, definitely do that. We had a first time, first time podcast guest, Mikey Garcia, and uh, he was so great. Uh, he took a little little bathroom break in between here. Um, don't mean to put him on the spot, but he's back for a a sports legacy uh, in our lifetime best sports moments podcast. Mikey, how are you doing? Did you recover after that first one? I am doing well. That first one, I'm just at an all-time high. I said this in the first one, but I'll say it again. If you guys haven't told anyone, tell everyone you know, Tiger has won the Masters. Yeah. Um, and I think it just is so incredible that it put me in this weird, sappy sports place of I, I don't want to be a prisoner of the moment. Like, this is a really, really awesome time. Uh but maybe I'm not being a prisoner in the moment. It might be the best moment in sports in my lifetime. I don't know. So I did a lot of reflection. Um, I asked you to do some homework as well. Uh, oh, so many good moments. So many. I, we, we were talking a little bit before on just all the different iconic moments. Um, and again, kind of just in our Gosh. lifetime and our sports fandom. Um, there, there's weird factors nowadays. You've got the internet. You've got biases. You've got different things. So... Uh, yeah, it's true. Regardless, we're going to do that. We're going to talk over our top moments. So um, I'm going to just drop it right now. We're not even two minutes in, but I have Tiger winning the <laughs> Masters as number one for me. And here, I'll break this down. Um, there's the nerdy golf breakdown that we talked about on our first podcast. Um, again, just mm-hmm. the incredible shots, uh, who he's changed as a person, who he now is, and how old he is, and all the injuries. Um, again, he, a lot of those wounds were self-inflicted, but from the injury standpoint, <laughs> athletic standpoint, like cannot talk about how impressive that was. Um, exactly. I, I mean, my mind is still blown. It's been 36 hours and I still just can't believe everything. It almost feels just fake. Um, I would have never oh, it believed does. it, but um, wh- where is that for you? Is that number one for you as well? Brennan, that is number one for me. I continue to scroll through Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, just re-watching, reliving the moment, um, just telling my future kids where I was. I don't know if you saw my post, but I was considering naming, putting the name Tiger in one of my future son's name. That's wow. how incredible it was. That's number one for me. Yeah, I think we're, we both golf, um, and... He had he's had such a what he did for golf. And when you even think of, uh, you know, there's so many levels to Tiger that just is so interesting. You think of breaking through as, you know, a black male in a sport that has such a uh, a short history, um, let's just say for that. And you think of uh, being so young and being so good and what he's done for the sport and. I mean, he, he's the way he dominated his sport is almost unlike anyone that's ever ever played oh. any other sport. I mean, I can't think of anyone. I mean, we'll talk later about some other moments, so I don't mm-hmm. want to give anything away. But him dominating the <laughs> sport and growing up with that. And the cool thing is that being young, like, you don't understand maybe, like, I don't know, the fade he hit on, you know, hole six at um, the, the Pebble Beach Pro-Am in, like, you know, like, oh, three, whatever. But, like... You uh-huh. just see greatness on the television, and it's so raw, and you can just see it like, oh, my gosh, he is eight shots ahead of anyone else. Like, 
he I mean what he pure did for dominance. the game of golf pure dominance the Nike uh everything oh, um if you reflect on that and obviously I I see you on the gram you're you're golfing every week every other week or so um, trying to would trying you to get a, trying to get as good as you what I mean would it be as crazy to say like we both I mean, maybe we're not playing golf if not for Tiger. Maybe a lot of people aren't playing golf if, if he didn't break through. Is that a crazy statement? That's such a crazy statement. The way he's grown the game, um, kind of alluding back to what we talked about in the first um, episode here, um, just hearing um, all the press conferences after the tournament from, like, Ricky, Xander Shoffley, Brooks Kepka, Tony Finau, they're all okay with being second. Yeah. It's unreal unheard Who of says that in competitive sports and anything yeah and brooks especially like brooks is the weirdest one because he is the weirdest person i've ever met in my whole life and he's been calling <laughs> out golfers left and right calling out the media i don't get enough this i don't get enough that and i'm thinking exactly. like he lost by one and he's gonna go up on and he like gets up on the stage and i was like oh boy this is like an all-time moment just hope he doesn't ruin it. And then he goes up there and he smiles and he says, yeah, I was really excited to see him afterwards and dap him up. And I'm like, what? Like, yeah, it was, it was so strange. Yeah. Um, so again, to kind of further understand that, we'd recommend just listening to that first episode. We broke down the win, the golf shots, the who he became as a person. Um, everything is just so important. And, and that's why for me, it's number one. I, I mean, maybe it'll change. Maybe I'll get some context at some point, but... For me, it's clearly number one um, at the top of the list. Again, maybe we'll have to come back and chat about this in a year or so if we've gotten any other context on it. Um, I, True. It just it felt like storybook like we talked about. So let's go. I'm going to go to my number two here. I'll start us off. And okay. I, I grew up a baseball fan and loved the Red Sox, loved the history. You know, I think a, almost every little kid just loved baseball. It's just this weird thing. And... Mm-hmm. Um, Again, I, I love the Red Sox. Uh, I loved everything about it. That I, growing up in Seattle, loved Alex Rodriguez as well, and hated Ooh. him when he left. Um, so <laughs> there's so many levels to this. Uh, you probably know where I'm getting, but the '04 Red Sox, um, mm. they were down '03 to the Yankees. They're going on a hundred something years of a curse. Um, they come back get all four from them. The thing that's underrated about this is they took the first four in the World Series from St. Louis and immediately ended it. Like like Tiger at Pebble in the US Open when he won by like 19 shots. They that went was into unreal. Yeah, they went into that mode and not only took four straight from the Yankees, but literally blew the Cardinals out of town. And so obviously there's a 30 for 30 on it that literally will give you like the shakes watching it on just like you can't even believe how like just the stuff that happened, the Pedro, just the nastiness between the Red Sox and Yankees. So um, much history. I, have you seen that Thirty for Thirty by chance? That Thirty for Thirty, I've seen trailers of it. Yeah. Now that you mention it, I'm definitely gonna have to put Dude, that on my watch list. You're gonna have to watch it. Dave Roberts with the iconic steal. Poppy's just hitting bombs left and right. Um, Manny's being Manny. Uh, you know Johnny Ooh. Damon out in center. Uh, you know, for especially baseball nerds, I think that that does it doesn't really get any better than that. Um, I mean, just what a story, especially over the Yankees um, down three zero. So that's my number two. There's so many levels to that one. Again, we're going to talk through each and every one of these, but just the depth at which that one hits with the rivalry, 
them being just geographically close matters. It just all, I mean, it that's can't get true. any better. Um, so that's my number two. Um, what about you? Gosh, that's such a, um, a tough one to follow up. Oh, man. Here we go. I grew up a Lakers fan, and I would have to say Los Angeles Lakers beating the Boston Celtics. In 2010, Kobe gets his fifth ring. They beat the Celtics. little backstory. Lakers lose to the Celtics two years ago. And it's just that the Lakers-Celtics rivalry has just so much history. And just to have it back again, especially with Kobe, and then you have the Celtics big three with Ray Allen, Paul Pierce, KG, Kobe having... Kyle Gasol, Ron Artest, now Meta World I think, Peace. Yeah, we got Bynum, young Bynum, too, who was young perfect. Bynum. I mean, he, would, he wouldn't play in today's NBA, but, man, he was he was oh, right there in the not. perfect time. Uh, oh, he got him on his prime. My favorite caveat of that whole thing, actually, there's two parts of this that's awesome. Um, one is that Luke Walton was on that team, and fast-forwarding <laughs> to right now, uh, it's kind of just humorous. Um I don't want to get full Lakers debate oh, here. Um, and then the other thing that's super fun is actually Adam Morrison was on that team, uh, which is just also incredible. He yeah, he that sh- is crazy. Yeah. That's right. He won a ring. And uh, yeah, and I'm looking at stats here. He shot 24 percent from three that year. Um, played in 31 <laughs> that's games. Not bad. That's awesome. Um, sorry to just bombard you in there, but yeah, how? No, how, you're good. What did that mean? Oh. Um, I mean, you probably yeah. didn't think it was over for Kobe then that that maybe be his last title. You might have thought more were coming, but what did that mean to get I thought so. five? That's incredible. Uh, to get five, I thought it was. I thought it was perfect. Um, we can have this debate later on about the whole who's the greatest of all time, but I would have to go with MJ six and zero in the finals for Kobe to get five and MJ have six. I feel like that was just that was just perfect storybook. Perfect. Um, Kobe got his fifth with the Lakers Celtics. Um, I wish that Kobe would have gotten more. Yeah. Things happen. Yeah. Lakers. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to be, and I do this to Russell because Russell's going to love that you just said that, by the way. He's going to, I'm going to get a text from him. Um, You guys might already be friends and you might not know (laughs) it. Um, But he, uh, yeah, we do this all the time. I mean, it, it did. It got pretty bad at the end. The injuries obviously were sad, but. The large contracts, the just kind of bad. Those last two years were tough. So I think almost maybe people underappreciate that team. And God, Russell's going to kill me for saying that. He's going to quote me on that for the rest of my life. I'm trying not to appreciate Kobe and the Lakers right now. But, uh, yeah, when you think of how bad those last two years were um, in L.A. and him just as a player as a whole, obviously the last game was great. But that really was an incredible run um, with – a, a good team, a not like the most well put together team. I don't know, like just kind of a weird, like Powell's kind of weird and looks like he's never showered. And <laughs> I don't know. I've always thought how Powell smelled like in like the most unweird way. It's yeah. Like, this guy looks like he smells. No, it's a good, it's a good question. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, that's a great moment. Lakers, Celtics, the whole thing. Um, so my third one is another NBA moment. And I, I'm not a huge like LeBron lover fantasizer. Um, I just oh, I know which one I you're just, talking I about. Just, I just like LeBron. Um, I appreciate him. Whatever he he he's corny. Whatever I I love it. But <laughs> um, yeah, when I think of, I mean, obviously 
Cleveland. He grew up there. He came back, which some people are mad he even left, whatever. But um, him, him beating Ooh, Golden remember. State and people make the excuse and Draymond Green and blah, 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 and this and that. Um, but that that comeback yeah. and Kyrie helped out um, with really one of the greatest three-game stretches ever. But that three-game stretch he, he gave us there in five, six, and seven, again, Kyrie Gosh. was great. That three-game stretch is really insane. Like – an unprecedented um the block really it felt like it like capped it off it was just this like three games of him just being so mad and just getting the job done oh. and then he's just like i'm gonna just give a giant exclamation point here sorry andre gudala and sorry to the <laughs> warriors um and for me that's probably my third best moment i needed an nba moment in there and just because of how much i love the nba and how much i follow it and Specifically, was hoping for you know to find a LeBron moment because I do love and appreciate LeBron. Mostly, oh. I mean, just to be honest, like he's been here like since I followed the NBA. He's been in it, so it's really all I know. Um, you know, obviously Kobe was great, but to me that 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 team, the city, um, him coming back uh, again. It's just like Kobe. It's gotten kind of sketch here towards the end. Holy cow! Um, yeah, that's true. Oh, but, like his organization. Yeah, but I think yeah that. That 2016 comeback against the Warriors, um, to me, is incredible. I don't like him calling himself the GOAT after it, whatever. Um, I think it might have been one of the greatest three-game stretches ever. But for me, that's number three. I mean, I just I have to have it in I, there. Yeah, I agree with you. Just to follow up on your number three, um, the history with, Ke- the, with Cleveland, uh, just how emotional he was after the game, too. Yep. And to beat a 73-9 and nine team – so they were arguing that they were, they were the best team of all time because they broke this regular season record. Yep. Steph Curry was in his prime. You got the Splash Brothers. Um, and just I loved seeing LeBron pissed. As much as I didn't like him during the series, just him talking smack to Steph Curry when he blocked him on the baseline, um, just showing him just take over. And I think this is what um, a lot of people underappreciate about LeBron. LeBron does a lot of everything. But we're so focused on scoring, and that's when like Kyrie hit the game winning three. Yeah. And yeah, but the block itself was just unreal. Yeah, that's an iconic moment. It it's his moment he needed. Um, it you know it was great when you get Draymond Green crying in the in the parking lot after the game, texting KD, uh, which was which was confirmed that it came out. By the way, I'm not just saying that as like scuttlebutt, but yeah. I think uh, I saw that too. Yeah, that Draymond Green legitimately after Game Seven walked out into the parking lot, and I don't know if he had take care by Drake going, uh, <laughs> whatever he had going, and he was sitting in the probably. car crying. Yeah, probably sitting in the car crying, texting KD, and apparently he'd been texting him all season, and he said, "That's it. That's the final straw. You got to come here." And to me, that's uh, that's just a great moment. So I, I love that. That for me is my my third. I, I agree with you. What uh what, what are you bringing what are you bringing for number three here? All right, here we go. Number three, the New England Patriots coming back from oh, twenty eight to three. Tom terrific baby. If you I am a fan of greatness. I just love everything about Tom Brady. Um just that whole game. Um little side story here. Um they were down so much. You know, I was like, you know, maybe he'll pull it off. I don't think he'll pull it off. 
I'm watching with my family. I bet everyone in my family, I was like, all right, if LeBron, I mean, sorry, if Tom Brady comes back and wins this game, I'll buy everyone Wendy's. And you guys have to jump in the pool. And they're like, all right, we'll take you on the set. Wow. Little, Little after little. Everything just happened so perfectly. And he was just, just a machine. So clutch. Biggest comeback in yep. Super Bowl history. Chills. Just chills. Yep. Just, uh, yeah, kind of just put his head down. The thing that are so weird about the Super Bowls, and I, I, this isn't an excuse for the Falcons at all because that was just an incredible win, but the half times are so long that you almost play, like, two games, it feels like, you know, like with that, that half times, like, it feels like it's 50, 55 minutes maybe, almost between, like, snaps they probably have. And so, mm-hmm. I, I, yeah, if I, if I was on my deathbed and I wanted to know a few things, I would just love to be a fly on the wall, go back in that halftime. What was said, I, I can't even imagine what, if, if Belichick said something, if it was Tom or what happened. But, man, wouldn't that be just like to be a fly on the oh. wall for that halftime? Oh, my gosh. I was hoping you know, a little bit of an NFL mic up in the um, halftime locker room. I. I want to know what was said. I want to know everything. I want to know what they drank, what they eat, or whatever was eaten, because that second half was just something else. It, it was, was incredible. Yeah, and when we talk about, when I mention, obviously, all I know is LeBron. Um, you know, I'm only 25 here. Uh, you know, all I know is Tom Brady. Like, I don't know the NFL without Tom Brady. Um, and so I feel like he has to have a moment that's important in my life from a sports and that oh, again is, is easily his moment um he continues to provide us with moments which is truly incredible um yeah yeah no i agree um for a few of my other honorable mentions um oh here we go there's I've, so much to think about gosh there's, there's so, so many, many great sports moments yeah so many great um i'll get weird with the hometown sappy stuff here uh on one seattle mariners super young uh this season means a lot on multiple levels. We didn't win the title, which is why it's not in the top three. Um, we haven't been in the playoffs since 01. So we're, I mean, you could make a case we're the most miserable sports franchise uh, around at this point. Um, <laughs> very good case for that. Uh, we won 116 games, the most in the last, the most ever tied for the most, and really in modern baseball in the last like 50, 60 years, no one's done it. So, um, and then the All-Star game was that year in Seattle. Like, it just was an incredible year. We had multiple guys. Uh, we had a few guys openly on the roids. Um, they <laughs> had inflated stats for, like, four years of their career, uh, fell off right after, which is weird and ironic, but we'll tie it to the steroids. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, that's that's a, a runner-up for me. Um, another one that's I want to mention, uh, Chris Jenkins. Uh, the game winner when you oh, just think of my goodness. the final four. Um, we recently obviously had the final four, and I just, when it's like September, you forget just like w- what March feels like, and it's just this like out-of-body oh, experience for a month, right? And then just to think it all came down to him just like perfectly in stride. Do you remember where you were at when that three happened? Oh, man, yes. I was at uh, Luminati's. Oh, yeah. Luminati's getting pizza, hit it, screaming. Me and a bunch of other dudes are screaming in the restaurant. It is unreal. I mean, isn't it like weird? such a big-time moment. Yeah, isn't it weird how it almost... You don't want to say it felt scripted, but it was like... He, like, so perfectly picked up his dribble, 
And then like Jenkins is coming down. It almost was just like this ha like there's like hallelujah like and you knew he was making it like there just was no way for him to miss that it was so perfectly in rhythm so um it was it didn't even seemed like a difficult game winner that's how like perfect the play that's how perfect the play was executed and that's how perfect the shot was yeah that that's gonna always be a sappy sports moment um my last one i have is phelps um i actually don't know how to swim oh. which makes this really funny um I have, a, I have zero Me appreciation. Uh, so great job, Mike Phelps. But uh, really, though, that's, like, incredible to have done what he did. Um, kind of cool, too, like, seeing him at the Masters on 16. Obviously, there was a lot of tweets and social media stuff about that that were pretty cliche. But yeah, that was pretty cool. That. And just what he's done um, to me is great. So um, do you have any other honorable mentions here as we continue uh, to give context to just how great this Tiger moment was? Oh, absolutely. If you want to talk about great moments, speaking of, um, I'll go into a little bit of um, transition of baseball. I forgot to mention this one when we first talked. Um, but the Chicago Cubs winning the World Series. I totally forgot about that one. And yeah, that was so that's an iconic. important one. Yep. That's a good one just because of the history and how it all went down. Game seven, the rain, and then the extra innings. Yeah. Oh, Perfect yeah. storybook ending. Yep. Perfect storybook ending. That's that, an honorable mention. For sure. And um, I got um, – because we live in Arizona, I got the Arizona Cardinals run to the Super Bowl, yeah. but they lost to the Pittsburgh Steelers, which broke catch, my yeah. heart. Yeah. But such a great sports moment, especially for the city of Arizona. You know what I'm thinking? State of Arizona. As we're live here, I'm thinking of this. Um, isn't, isn't Luis Gonzalez's uh, – single to win the the title isn't that probably up for the i mean obviously you're in arizona and for the diamondbacks but oh that's, yeah oh that's up there. that's gotta be on there right like I, I can't think of i mean if we're talking chris jenkins hitting a game winner for it all that's gotta be up Talk there about too Luis gonzalez hitting a game winning oh that's such a good one and they beat the yankees yeah there's a lot of levels to that one too that's pretty awesome so do you have any other honorable mentions? Holy cow. I know we're thinking all these now. Um, oh, man. All right. I'll end it up with this one, which should be, um, speaking of March Madness, how about UMBC? Yeah. First 16th seed to knock down number yep. one, Virginia. Do you remember where you were at at that moment? We. So it's actually funny. Um, I have a group text going with Russell Karsten and Steve, and – uh, Steve had picked Virginia, I believe, to win it all. Steve Hunsaker. And, oh, no. And the group text, I think I had, like, 75 messages. Like, cause, <laughs> I mean, how many times has this happened where, like, the one seed's down and you're like, okay, like, I don't need to pay any attention to this game. We know what happens. They end up figuring it out. It's like every year there's one of those games, right, where, like, you think the 16's uh -huh. going to win, but you just know it's not happening. And then, like, keep getting updates from him every few minutes. Like, guys, guys. Guys, we are under five minutes. No. Like this, and and I was like, and obviously tuned in, and just like complete shock. Like, I cannot, because you just don't think it's gonna happen. You think something's gonna happen where the one seed's gonna figure it out, or the refs might like. I don't even know, and it just like, it just happened. There was no. Uh, I mean, it just happened, right? Like that's insane. Yeah, that's just the beauty of March. Whoever plays the hardest, and they got outplayed. I remember number ten, Jared Lyles, just taking over the game, and then that short little point guard just making a bunch of crazy threes. It was just, uh, it was unreal. If you are, if you're a fan of the game of basketball, you definitely appreciated that moment because anything can happen in March. Yeah. Um, 
so those are all great. Let's uh, let's just do a quick two minutes. Uh, we're gonna put a bow on it. After all those iconic sports moments we just talked about that we've had in our lifetime, let's end it with a little more Tiger talk. And again, fifteen majors. Uh, oh my god! Throwing his sport essentially single handedly. Um, couldn't you say he's one of Nike's most important athletes too? Like a sportswear brand that's that's so important that it's literally like swaying like college basketball, like all this stuff is happening now. And he's been, what where would you rank him on? I mean, probably behind Jordan on Nike's most important athletes, but like he's up there. Right. So that matters. I, I totally agree. I think he's right, right behind Jordan. I mean, I forgot to mention this too, but he has his own golf game, EA sports. Come on, man. Yeah. We got to make another Tiger Woods game. I will throw some money on that game. Yeah. No, that's a good take. We need we need that game. Um, that might come out. But, yeah, the majors, um, where it happened, uh, the whole career, the downfall, again, some of it self-inflicted, the, you know, the multiple knee injuries, the back injury, the neck injury. Um, it seemed like to just be one thing after another, the mug shot. Um, oh. If Brutal. you remember, if you remember, actually, I mean, we're Phoenicians, but the uh, the yips at TPC Scottsdale, like I didn't think that happened to professional golfers. He couldn't chip the golf ball, like he couldn't hit it. And That's during a tournament, crazy, um, just just real greatness, and the uh, the iconic shots coming down the stretch that we talked about in the first episode. Um, the brand and everything he just is and how much people love him to have him actually get it done. You, I mean, I think you said it best with just like what other sport has there been an athlete that says, I actually, I love being in second today. Like they actually might've preferred exactly. that to winning. Like what can you Who believe? Says that? Yeah. Who says that? Um, so yeah, I, I mean, we don't want to overreact again. We don't want to be prisoners of the moment. Um, we hope, Everything is smooth here on out for him, most importantly. But this really is an iconic sports moment. It, it'll make you just, like, stop wherever you're at. I didn't get anything done the rest of the day Sunday. I just sat there and, like, I dude, I watched, like, all the interviews. I watched the, like, 40-minute-long interview, and I watched that, and I was like... Oh, I did, too! I didn't even <laughs> remember what he said, but I was just like, I had to watch that. Like, I had to. Like, and... I, I don't I don't know how to put it into words. There's so much content out there right now about it, but I mean, as as you just put a bow on it, like, did you try to wrap your mind around this? How do you just put it into context of what happened? This is something that I will be telling my future kids, my future grandkids, um, about the greatest golfer of all time, and yeah. we don't get to say that a lot. We didn't grow up with Jordan, but we did grow up with Tiger. Yeah, it's it's going to be an iconic moment. Um, really glad we could uh, we could recap this one together, man. This is great. I know you've been riding that for a while and hoping he'd come around. Um, I know there's a few other people in my life who are really excited about it, and I think the thing we're just grateful for he's in a great place. It seems to be, um, you know, we're hoping it's sustainable. Um, we're hoping you know his his behaviors are in crushed. check. Yep, and he's doing great and. You know what? If if we get a few majors where he's in contention, and even if he doesn't win, that's fine. We talked about that. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, Mikey, thank you so much, man, for coming on. This was fun. Thank you for 
uh, you know, reliving some of your, your favorite sports moments, talking about uh, Sunday, how iconic it was, and your support of Hot TQs, appreciated. Um, so thank you so much, my man. We really appreciate you tuning in. Oh, Brennan, thank you for having me. I had so much fun with these two episodes. Um, love what you're doing with Hot Take You. Keep going strong. Um, if you haven't subscribed, you got to subscribe. And uh, by the way, what happened Sunday? Do we know? Oh, Tiger wait. won the Masters, baby. Tiger tell won the everyone. Masters, baby. Tell everyone. Tell your friends. Tell your dog. Uh, Tiger won the <laughs> Masters. Mikey, hey, thanks, man. We appreciate it, and we'll be, uh, we'll be chatting soon. All right. Sounds good, Brendan. Thank you.